the In Bed with Books podcast with your hosts, Bethany and Melissa. So about two weeks ago, we were catching up and we realized that we had both found the same coping mechanism during the pandemic and during lockdown. Um, So we have started this podcast in hopes of spreading our love of books. Specifically, I think we can agree on uh, YA, definitely young adult, new adult, fantasy, probably more likely as well. And so here we are. Here we are. And we we just were spending hours talking about the series we were reading and um, series we have read and like writing down each other's like what have you read and like wanting to read? And we just thought, oh, this would be so fun to have like a podcast where we just like kind of chat about this. And I think we both kind of bonded also over like the romantic aspect of the- Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I think that can go without saying, like we're pretty open about talking about sex and relationships that it's like, it just kind of became like really natural to talk about that with like YA romance and realizing that, we're just in that kind of place in our lives where we're like, we're not afraid. Who cares? Like we, like, I think we still find moments where we have to give ourselves a little bit of permission to like something. Um, (laughs) But but we are definitely like, Hey, like, I don't want to feel ashamed about reading romance, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, I think, uh, so like Melissa and I, we both met, we went to school in London in 2018 to 19. Yeah. Yep. Um, so right before the world shut down. and It was a lot of fun. We were getting um, master's degrees in 18th century studies over at uh, King's College London. It was quite an experience overall. A uh, master's program period was life-changing. Mm-hmm. And then to do it in London was probably one of the most exciting things that I've ever done in my life same um yeah and so it was kind of strange coming out from that experience and pretty quickly entering into like the lockdown and the pandemic and everything Mm -hmm. because I don't know that I would have buried into books as much otherwise a lot of it was definitely like trying to recover from academic life yeah we've kind of coined ourselves as recovering academics because we are we have both kind of sunken into this new like rhythm with YA, YA romance. For you, it's a little bit different, but for me, it was like, I, I think the, I think I read one YA like in high school. I've just never been a really big reader, but when the pandemic hit, I just like was bored of Netflix (laughs) and uh, British period dramas that I just like really, I just really wanted to like distract uh, essentially. And, um, and I just like, haven't stopped. And it's just like kind of changed what I thought about YA, um, and what I thought about romance and mm-hmm. reading and, um, but your experience was a bit different. You've read a lot of YA. Yeah. So, I mean, I realized I've been reading YA for close to like 15 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading it a lot as a teenager, like a lot, 100%, like the girl who wants to like escape her lifestyle a lot um and so I had like taken a break in college because you do a ton more reading in college and so I just didn't have the bandwidth I guess to keep up with school reading as well as book like personal reading and I mean I was I got an English undergrad or a bachelor's in English and so 
it was also just you're reading real books for that, not just like textbooks. Mm -hmm. Um, I had told myself, I kind of like promised myself that I would get back into it because I enjoy it. I really enjoy YA. Even back then, even back when it was really, really bad, really cringy, I still enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, And so I kind of just stumbled back into it. Like everybody else in the pandemic, I was unemployed for a good portion of it. And so you really got to, you got to find ways to occupy yourself at that point. Yeah. Don't make you feel depressed. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And there's nothing like finding like those books. Maybe it's just the a genre or just like a period of your life that just like makes you just, you can't wait to like read your book. Yeah like all day long, you just want to read your book and just like really getting into that rhythm is so fun. But yeah, so I mean, it really started getting to that point this uh, last summer and it has not stopped. So, and I don't think it will <laughs> stop. Um, as long as they keep making YA, it's not. Oh, yeah. And I feel like too, and you, and so I don't have a lot of experience with the YA industry, but you were telling me like, it's just like, so much better now (laughs) it is it's eons better than it used to be even like authors the same authors that I'm reading now that I used to read back then their writings even improved like the the overall stories the the writing itself I feel like has come so far I'm not ashamed to say that I love YA anymore I didn't Um, honestly last summer when I started reading it I was like I googled it because I didn't know what YA was like yeah I knew (laughs) I knew it was young adult, but I was like, what does that entail? Like, mm-hmm. what, it, like, because I think generally, like, I've always been really into historical fiction. And so I like really, I like, I also read that and I like read a few books by like Karen Brooks in the pandemic. And I just really liked that romance aspect of it. So really what I wanted was just more romance, but YA is such like an overwhelming like genre and like community and on bookstagram that I just getting sent YA stuff. And I'm like, okay, but like, aren't these books for kids? Like, I don't want to read like kid books. Like I want to read like passionate things too. <laughs> like I want to read about pretty, sex. Yeah. I want to read the good stuff too, you know? So I was like making sure that, so then I, re- I discovered new adult and I was like, and then I s- discovered like Sarah J Moss and I was like, here we go. This is what I need. So I've been taking all of her books off of my list, but yeah, definitely like really enjoying the genre, really enjoying I feel like I'm kind of being a teen. I'm like reliving my teenage years, like retroactively, like, mm-hmm. like I just feel like juvenile learning these like little lessons in a book, but I'm like, it's all right. Like, I, I guess I I'm mean, kind of like, I'm not, I'm allowing myself not to be ashamed of it and just be like, yeah, yeah. 100%. Exactly. And I just find it. There's something special about a book. That's like so Frank about its mm-hmm. lesson, you know? I don't hate, like, I don't want to ever make it seem like I'm, like, a literature hater or something, or, like, things that are deemed literature are are unworthy or something like that, but, like, I just appreciate that YA knows what it is and isn't afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of unabashed yep. in that way. I feel like, too, like, romance kind of falls into that category as well, of just being it's always been kind of deemed a bit of an illegitimate genre. Like it's not Mm -hmm. real literature. It doesn't have 
like a good plot. It doesn't have good characters. It's, it's so formulaic. Yeah, it's so formulaic. Like I had a friend like who was um, a really big reader, a bigger reader than I, and I was just I was just reading out the Outlander series. And I was like, oh my gosh, you should read it. It's so good. It has, it's like adventure. It's historic. It's like um, romance. And she was like, ooh, romance. And I'm like, what? Like, but these books are huge. Like, yeah, probably read them now. Like, (laughs) it's like, so it's, it is just like, there is this kind of like idea or stigma that romance has. Um, You know, we all know like the ladies in the fucking dental waiting yeah. room like reading their romance novel like with fabio and his yeah. big chest and his long hair his long hair and his billowing shirt <laughs> yep yep um, do i own that shirt now maybe let's <laughs> just say um no 100 like i am so tired of like okay so like you mentioned the, yeah the professor so literally he's standing this was only like a 200 level class like it's really it's just just above like your required English level. Um, And he's standing in front of this class of 90% women. And he's asking us our favorite genres. And so we're all like listing off stuff that's YA because like that's stuff that we'd all read. And he's like, oh, you guys like YA. I'm much bigger fan of crime, much less formulaic. And like, at first I was like, oh, he's joking. He wasn't joking. (laughs) I'm like, how do you say that with a serious face? How do you look me in the eye and you say shit like that? You say detective novels aren't formulaic. <laughs> yeah, or that somehow they're like less formulaic than romance. Yeah. Um, and so at that point, I vowed to never hate YA. <laughs> out of spite more than anything. But I stand by that decision. Yeah, absolutely. It got you where you are today. I was even talking to Milo, my husband, just like, is this like, am I just getting older? And this is just what my like 30 something, like, is this what they read now? Is just, is this what they want? Or, or is, or is the industry changing? Is everyone just like, let's talk about relationships and let's also like include the sex. Like, well, I don't remember this, the sex being this explicit. And I don't know if it was just like, the books that I was reading were more reflective of like being a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I would have done if I read some of the books that I'm reading now as a teenager, but they're in the same section. Like they're, they're next, they're sold right next to the books that I read as a teenager. And I'm like, God, (laughs) I was awkward as fuck as it was. Could you imagine how much worse it would have been? Yeah. And also just like, I think when I was, in my Google search of YA, yeah. I yes. there it was <laughs> it was describing it as being a a genre that had a responsibility to twenty early twenty something right like readers yeah. who are like coming into like the sexual plane of their lives that it's like yeah. having very like ha- representing those relationships well being responsible about it. Mm-hmm. The book I'm reading now is like addressing cons- consent um, pretty openly. Literally, this is consent. Like it was just like very like yeah. It was yeah, like that, that was not present ten fifteen yeah. years ago. It yeah. was very much like the brooding man who's going to kiss you instead of talk through your problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like that that's not normal anymore. Yeah, or that, like if it is, it's very much like 
or not like I guess normal, but like if it is in the book, it's very much discussed. Mm-hmm. It's something like the main character has to work through, and like at some point or another, they have to talk through why that happened. And I love that they've moved forward with that. And that is a, a perfect marriage with entering into the sexual nature of the books because mm-hmm. you're talking about real relationships then. Yeah. Like, the because real relationships aren't like, oh, like, he likes me and I like him. <laughs> and now we're going to get And married. now we're actually having tense moments where we don't agree. We're, you know, we're having yeah. disagreements, but we still love each other and we're trying to, like, work things out, like, delicately. There's something more human about the characters. Yeah, so a lot... So a lot of the smack that like romance gets is it's not real. Like it's not represented real. And it's like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's yeah. not, um, like it's that's not what, represented what real sex like. is like. And it's like, well, we're yeah. not, we don't want to read what sex is. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I think, do but you I realize think- like how depressing of a book it would be if I had to read about the first time I had sex. <laughs> It'd be terrible. Absolutely. Nobody, you'd, you'd read that scene and just close the book and burn it. Yeah. You'd be like, what is this smut? (laughs) (laughs) But I think the YA romance genre makes genre makes up for that because you have real relationships. Mm -hmm. And so the sex is like the cherry on top, you know, like when you have, you have these difficult tension ridden, like relationships that you you talk it through, you address it, you experience life together and grow, and then you get an orgasm at the end. Like that's yeah. a good book. <laughs> and yeah. I think when you don't have good relationships, then it is cheap romance. Do you know what I mean? No, 100%. Because like, there's no buildup. And obviously I didn't necessarily get that as a kid or now I was reading these books because I didn't get what sex was. But like the books themselves have to have some form of foreplay. Mm-hmm. And when you're reading, that doesn't explicitly have to be foreplay. Like we know it in real life, but it has to be like relational foreplay. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why am I rooting for them? Like, give me a reason to want them to have sex. Yeah. It's all about the satisfaction because like you're a professor who has the, you know, these detective crime novels that he loves that are so formulaic. At the end of the day, it's a whodunit. And yeah. Once- it's a buildup and the foreplay that comes with <laughs> trying to figure out the chase, trying yes. to figure out who it is, that satisfaction. It's the same thing. Yep. Like there's going to be the red herring. Yeah. And you know that, which is why you never think it's the most obvious person, why everyone's always guessing the other person. And so the satisfaction comes from the fact that occasionally you get it right. Mm-hmm. What I really, what really turned me on last year when I started reading YA was that like, I, because I'm still like partly, there was still a part of me that was like partly ashamed for wanting to read about sex. Um, <laughs> go figure. Um, so we all like, deal with it. We all deal with it. We all go down that journey. So it was like, I didn't want a book with Fabio on it. I didn't want yeah. like, which there's modern versions of that still. And what I really liked about like, for example, Serpent and Dove or Court of Thorns and Roses is that the cover looks badass and it looks really yeah. cool. Um, like but it doesn't, scream, it doesn't scream like titties and dick. Like, <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? 
Like they aren't ever going to call it moist in this book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 100%. Like there's something about a cover like that that tells you they're also going to put effort into the plot. Mm-hmm. As much as I love the sex, I also just really need the plot to keep me going. Otherwise, I'll 100% just like skip through pages until the next. Like if I don't like the plot, I'm just skipping to the next sex scene. I don't know if there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I, I think you can love trash. I love to love trash. Give yourself yeah. to love trash. Exactly. But sometimes you do need like a good story. That's true because I, so like I read uh, Serpent and Dove like a couple months ago mm-hmm. and then I kind of trickled down into the deep valley <laughs> of... That Let's wasn't in your trash. <laughs> like, I was just like, I was just, uh, I don't know. I read a few series that aren't as good. They don't have a great plot. They did the job for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they got I things mean, done. Shitty pizza is still pizza. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm not going to not eat the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it got to a point where I was like, I didn't, I was like, I don't, have a big place I don't want to buy the physical copies of these books <laughs> like yeah. I don't like I just know because that it's, like there's, it's there's such an endless list exactly and there's such there's something special about like a serpent and dove cover and a like you know like I'll mm-hmm. treasure that but like these ones I was just like me so like I was reading on my laptop like in bed like sideways like <laughs> on my side with my laptop and Milo was like, okay, your Kindle will be here next week. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. Because also I have a job and it's like, you know, like I don't want to bring these books and then be like, oh, what are you reading? And I'm like, it's just a romance. <laughs> like, you can't uh, lie about it once they can see yeah, the cover. Like, once they see it, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'll just, no one has to know what I read. So yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. It's also okay to hide it, but Whatever. Well, I think in a work setting, it's a little easier. Like, yeah, I think you can profess your love for it without going up to everybody and proselytizing on the street about it. Did I even say that word right? I don't know. Please just cut it. <laughs> it's gonna stress going to stress me out now. <laughs> I, um, love that. I love that meme where it's just this like lady on like a park bench or something, or she's like, I can't remember. She's like somewhere in public and she's like, when you like read a really juicy scene and like you you're like looking around to see if people know what you're reading yeah exactly <laughs> exactly sometimes because it's like you're all like worked up and stuff and then you're like looking around like can anyone you're see like, i have to leave <laughs> i have to leave right now <laughs> <laughs> gotta go so um, what are, so what are you currently reading uh well i am in the middle of from blood and ash i just finished the second one which I love these. So it's about, it's a high fantasy pretty much. And it's about this girl named Poppy who's been raised as the quote unquote, the maiden, um, which is this like religious figure that she was supposedly born as. It's not something that she chose. And so the first book is kind of about her figuring out her own identity, Mm -hmm. which I really enjoy as, um, as somebody who had a hard time, like, finding my own identity and, like, finding my voice, even, like, as a kid, like, I'm really, I wish I'd had this one when I was younger. It was a really good book. Um, 
I also love high fantasy stuff. I love like alternate universes like this. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of urban fantasy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one's really hitting the spot when it comes to the kind of the world building. Um, and then I did just start Carmilla, the like old, old vampire novel, novella, gothic era by a Sheridan Lefanu, I think is the name. Um, and that's good. So clearly I am on a bit of a vampire kick. And Blood and Ash is by Jennifer Elmentrout. Yes, yes. And she's one of those authors actually that I read as a kid. Mm-hmm. I read some of her stuff. What series was it? It was the the Lux series, I think. Let me mm-hmm. just look it up real quick. Yeah, so it is the Lux series. It's got like Shadows, Obsidian, Onyx, Opal, Origin, Opposition, Oblivion. And then a, like a kind of two-part kind of a prequel, a couple of books. And those were really good. I loved those. And so I was, I don't know, maybe I was hesitant because like, because I had read her as a kid where it was like, am I really just going back? And then I was like, fuck that. Yeah. So I, I read the books and I'm glad I did. This is probably one of the best series that I've read in a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. What about you? So I'm currently on the second of Serpent and Dove. So I read Serpent and Dove a couple months ago. And then and then it's that whole like dance where you're like, I have to read the second one now. Um, like right after you finish, like you just don't want it to end. And yeah. I was like, I could buy the, the paperback isn't out yet. And they only had the card cover. And I already had Serpent and Dove in the paperback. So I'm like, am I going to buy the hardcover and they're not going to match? Like, I'm just like, yeah, whole, like, no, no, no. Honestly, I wouldn't even do that. No, I, don't, I didn't. You know. Yeah. And I didn't. So then I was like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to be. And then I was like, it was before I got my job and I was like tight on money. And I'm like, I can't just like buy a hardcover because I'm like a child and I can't wait. Like <laughs> I went, I went on the library too, to see if they had a copy ready. They didn't, I put it on hold and it was like ready a month later. So it just didn't pan out. But then after we talked, you had just like finished it. I think when we had talked yeah. two weeks ago and I was like, okay, I'll just, now that I have my Kindle. So I just bought it on Kindle. And so I've been reading that and essentially, so the first one is Serpent and Dove series is a really well-crafted world, I have to say. Like, it was, I was, like, really surprised. Um, it's in this, it's not in a real-life world, but it's a French-speaking. So there's a lot of, like, French words and names, which is really fun. And then you have, like, there's definitely, like, a religious church kind of yeah. Um, it feels very like alternate history yeah, kind yeah. of environment. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. And then there's, but it there is very heavily witch, like yes. witch versus like the church. And it's yeah. really fun. Like, and I, I have to say too, that it was just like, it's definitely an enemies to lovers. Oh yeah. Trope, which I'm so for all the time. And yeah. And, um, so it's, it's very good though. I really love the main character is just this like snark. She's kind of like, I don't know if snarky is the right word, but it's, she's just like 
really like she's very overly confident she's overly confident and she like cracks jokes and she's like gets away with things and she's just like really like mischievous and like so fun so yeah I enjoy reading her so so that's been really fun and we are though these two series from blood and ash and serpent and dove series are going to be covered in our upcoming podcast we are literally recording them in the next few weeks they're going to be coming out soon um i know that the uh gods and monsters which is the third of the serpent and dove series will be coming out in july so we're gonna like we're trying to plan around that yeah so we're gonna plan around that um we we both have yet to read or finish uh the third of the blood and ash series so that will be covered so Mm -hmm. we definitely have like these are these are just what we're like reading now. So we, we really plan on like sharing it with you and like having, having a chat about those. But I think like, so what are your like favorite YA? Okay. So part of the problem with this is that a majority of the YA that I read was 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. So (laughs) some of the ones that I've pulled off the top of my head, like if I remember them now, obviously they left a mark. So mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with these. Um, first of all, and I am defining this as young adult, uh, but per- the Percy Jackson series. So those ones are definitely like the younger end. And there's 15 books total. It's like three different series in the same universe mm-hmm. with um, five books each. So we've got the f- original five, which was just like the Percy Jackson series. Those ones really like, full-on made me a reader not that I didn't read before but reading those ones like veered my life in a new direction and then the other two series there was Heroes of Olympus and the Trials of Apollo and I read those ones sporadically throughout college because they're like such a younger level of reading that it was nice to be able to just like finish a really high level of classic literature and then jump over to this like child's book basically Mm -hmm. um and the plots are good I like I I enjoy the effort that uh Rick Reardon puts into this stuff um and obviously there's cute little love there's like kids and teen love and it's nice to watch these like real stories um yeah and then uh, a nasty, a, a borderline nasty one that I enjoyed was Blue Bloods. So clearly I have a favorite when it comes to um, vampires. So this one was, uh, it's by, let's see, Melissa De La Cruz. And it's basically that like vampires are reincarnated to like Blue Bloods of New York. And so like high society families in New York city are actually just like reincarnated vampires, souls of vampires. Um, and that one was several books. That was, uh, I think actually I didn't even want to guess, but yeah, it was several books long. And that was one of the first ones where like I brought the book home and I had it finished before dinner time kind of situations. Wow. I just remember yeah. like, yeah, it was real good. It was kind of like Gossip Girl style sometimes, but like you need, like I said, don't be afraid to love the trash. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, that was pretty much. And then there was a couple of authors that I had listed here. Uh, one of them who I wouldn't mind showing a little love to. Her name is Amelia Atwater Rhodes. And she had this one series. <laughs> Guess what it was about? Vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I read a few of her series, but this one, where are we? The like series is called Den of Shadows. It's just four books, um, but it's like about. So they're they're kind of connected by like just the people, not necessarily the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time my like emo little heart felt love. <laughs> it was. Uh, I just feel like so nostalgic when I think about those books. Yeah, that's good. Okay, your turn. So my turn. Um, so I I will say I have read YA before the age of 30. Um, I did like, I read it in middle school. And so this is a young YA. So this is probably not even YA. I think it's but like it, it didn't have a lot of romance in it. It had mm-hmm. a little definitely hugs and kisses um yeah <laughs> but it was the sabriel series by garth nix and it was amazing i just remember loving it i can remember everything from it vividly and that was Damn. years ago and i haven't like reread it or anything um and there's three books it's sabriel lyriel and abhorson and you will like this so it's their necromancers Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So they have this bandolier of bells and they summon the dead. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. And she has this like little cat thing. I think, oh God, what was his name? He was so funny. Did you ever see Kiki's delivery service? Um, absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember Gigi the cat? Um, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely a Gigi going on in this because he was just like this little cat that like kind of like her familiar, her like little buddy. Yeah. And like was just super like hilarious, like all the time. He was definitely the comedic. Anyways, I just loved it. The, um, there was a little bit of romance. Touchstone was his name. And he, he's, he was a statue and he like brought her to life, brought him to life. But there, I just remember explicitly, I just remember specifically the scene that was like, you know, my little like middle school, like heart was just like, oh, and he had to like carry her like up, like, and was like carrying her and like, she was like half like alive. And like, it was just like, I mean, you know, when you're, (laughs) when you've like never been touched, you're like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, this is so great. Um, yeah. So I really loved that series. Definitely want to read it again. Um, but I think I think my all-time favorite, and I think it's a, a favorite of like a lot of people, it's really popular right now, uh, is the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. I think it just kind of changed my life a bit. <laughs> like I was just like, oh, this is what books can be. Like this is it. Like this is what it yeah. can be. And I think um I don't want to give too much away, but it's probably something you've already heard because I know you haven't read them, but yeah. Sarah does Sarah J Moss does a really good job of not giving you I don't want to say it actually 
because okay. I, I don't want to give it away. Okay. Um, we'll talk about it when it comes. But yes. she she has put romance in a, on another level. And I'm telling you, yeah, I, I don't think there's anyone else <laughs> she said. And I think I speak for everyone who's read them when I say that she is the new queen of romance, for sure. Damn. Um, but I won't go into what they're about. I think y'all know probably at this point if you're on this podcast, it's just uh, essentially a world of fairies. But it's very uh, poor. Feyre is like the main character and she lives in the human realm, which is below. And there's a uh, the fairy realm and there's a wall that separates them. And she's very poor and she has to hunt for her sisters and her father because they've fallen on hard times. And so she goes hunting and she kills a wolf. But there's been, there's like mysterious things about the other side of the wall that the fairies like, well, I, I don't know. I can't really remember. It was a while ago, but um, <laughs> a year ago. I read it so fast. Um, but yeah. anyways, and then when she kills one of the wolves, which was like a fairy, because it was like, what are they called? Um, shapeshifters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Another wolf comes back um, and changes her life. So that's that's where I'll end that. Okay. Um, but it follows um it follows Farah and then uh the last book that just came out in February, which is A Court of Silver Flames, is about her sister. And that one is like, I just think that like her writing just got better. You yeah, know, it does. It gets better with every book. And you'll see that a lot with like the super long series. Like, I mean, we both read Harry Potter. Like you can see it by the end of Harry Potter. It's like yeah. how much he's improved. For sure. And like definitely like A Court of Silver Flames. Like I I haven't really heard a lot of bad things about it. I, it kind of changed, like I read it twice in like a span of two months, which is big for me. I don't really reread a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I just need to read it again. This doesn't give too much away, but there's this, she it's definitely like she goes through like a huge uh transformation and like um becomes like a better person which is like really helpful I think after a pandemic like I think we all yes. need like something to like lift us up um and there's this she challenges herself to go down these steps there's like 2,000 steps Ooh. to get out of the house or out of this house and she challenges herself to like do it and it's like crazy and so I'm like I'm like I'm doing steps I'm like like I go down my park and I'm like I'm Nesta and I'm just like fucking doing it just like I just felt like so many things in that book um just there's such good like friendships in that book that I was just like I need friends like I want friends like that um there's really good sex in that book I mean the best and then there's also just like this huge transformation she has from going from like trying you know essentially killing herself with substances and stuff to like Mm -hmm. being having like a purpose and I think it's it was just like thumbs up really good really really good so yeah I hope I didn't give too much away just I don't think so I haven't heard any of that stuff and I've been on the internet so okay all right (laughs) I think we're just like really excited for this podcast. Honestly, I think it really like put a little fire in our bellies. Like I feel like we have purpose. purpose. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Exactly. Like I think something in the planets were just like, hey, let's uh, do this. Let's do this. 
because we were just like, we came up with the idea and then it was just like, I I think we should point out, like we kind of said it as an offhand comment and then pretty immediately we were both like, but what if for real? (laughs) And then two and a half hours later, we had a plan. So (laughs) we've got a lot planned out pretty far, honestly. So just to start out, we're going to start with the Blood and Ash series. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, So that'll be our next episode. We're just starting with books one and two, though, since neither of us have read Crowded Gilded Bones. Um, we want to actually read that one together yeah. so that way we've got that as an episode mm-hmm. but yeah so next next week you should be hearing us discuss uh, from blood and ash and then a kingdom of flesh and fire yeah and I think what we'll do is I think we'll we'll spend maybe the first five minutes and we haven't discussed this but I'm just kind of coming up with it now mm-hmm. where we might just spend like the first five to ten minutes like talking about like the synopsis just kind of the idea around the book without giving out any spoilers. And then we will have a moment where we say, okay, this is spoiler time. If you haven't read it and you don't want to hear any spoilers, turn this off, pause, go read the book and come back. So just so you know, you're not going to like, like if you still want to kind of hear a little bit about the book, you can. We'll we'll give you a warning, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so generally we're going to just kind of talk specifically about like YA books that we're reading at the moment. We do have some plans to do what we're currently referring to as book to screen segments. Yeah, we were really excited about the Emma. Yes. uh, The new Emma film that came out. I have not seen it yet. I've seen Um, it and I loved it. Yeah. And I, what I'm in love with the 1996 one with Gwyneth Paltrow and Jeremy Notham, like Jeremy Notham as Mr. Knightley is like, (laughs) I, I watched that a lot growing up when I was like sick and my mom went and got the movies from the library. Yes. (laughs) You know? And then I will take any excuse to talk about clueless. Yes. Paul Rudd is a vampire. And so therefore I must support him. I forgot he's in that. That's so good. Okay. Yeah, so I need to. I'm gonna rewatch Clueless. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch all the Emmas. Yeah, I mean it's and homework that we have to. And we're just gonna kind of hash it all out. That'll be super fun, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you can expect from us over the next few weeks. Yeah, but you can follow us on our Instagram. We're at in bed with books underscore one underscore at the end, um, and you can uh, see what we're doing there kind of keep track of the podcast what's coming up what you expect you can also like we'll be uh posting like polls and uh different things on there of like what you guys want to hear from us but also you can see like what if you want to read along with us if you want to kind of be prepared and like honestly just like reach out if 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 we haven't put a like what do you want out in a while just dm us honestly we're here to have fun with you guys so yeah Yeah, I think we'll end it there and we will see you next week. So, all right. See ya. Happy reading.